Hey, you're listening to Let the Sunlight In. I'm your host, Jenna Ashley, and here we talk about the importance of intentionality in our daily routine. Come, pull up a chair to the table, grab some coffee, and let's dive deep into the mundane, the daily rhythms of life, and open those blinds to let the sunlight in. I hope you're having an incredible day. You are in for an amazing blessing. My friend Wynn is here and she is the queen of rhythms. She is actually the person that I heard the term from, from the very beginning. She actually doesn't know this, but years ago, before she even knew who I was, she is the one that inspired me to start a community here locally and to go first. And it has been a massive, massive blessing in my life. She is incredible. She is a mama. She is a wife. She is a highly successful business owner. She is a coach. She's a mentor. She wears so many hats. And I think it's important for you to know that when she is talking to you about rhythms, she's putting them into practice. And so I'm just so thankful that you are here with us today, Wynn. Oh my gosh, that was so sweet. That just blessed my little heart. Thank you for that. I'm so happy to be here. I love I love what you're doing in this community that you've even created online. And I'm happy to get to be here and chat with your people. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so most people don't know what a rhythm is because it's a term that not many people use, right? But it has transformed my life. So can you tell us a little bit just what a rhythm is? Yes. So a rhythm is okay. A rhythm is different. It helps me when I explain the difference between a rhythm and a routine. Okay. When I say that routine is not a bad word, routine is not a bad thing, but rhythm, a routine is more like structured and like, okay, I'm going to do this in this order. And at this time, and a lot of times with the routines, we sort of feel like if I don't do it, then like I've failed or I've messed up. And a rhythm to me is just like way more fluid. Um, it is not super structured. It's just a way that you can order your days, order your weeks, order your months, order different things in your life for peace and for flow. So you'll, if you follow me on Instagram, I talk a lot. I was I, about all sorts of rhythms. I have like weekend rhythms and I have coming home from a trip rhythms and I have obviously daily rhythms, nightly rhythms, morning rhythms, but they really have transformed my life. Just creating how I want to live and, and it really, it starts as a habit. So a, a rhythm really starts as a habit and something that you really, you've decided intentionally that you want to do. So with everything, right, it starts as something that you have to practice. And eventually a habit becomes a rhythm, which means you don't think about it. Like I don't have on my habit list. I bet nobody has on their habit list, brush their teeth, right? Cause it's just like, you've done it for your whole life. You wake up, you brush your teeth. You don't even have to think about it. And the goal in creating rhythms is to get to that point with a lot of other things in your life. So it really frees up brain space. So you can be more present with your family, with your kids, um, you know, honoring yourself and your time, because these things are just sort of like, they're just like running in your life and you don't have to think about them as much. That is so good. It's so true because I think, especially with me, I'm a very structured person, but that means that when I am just going off of my to-do list and not bringing in the rhythm aspect of my day, I can be really hard on myself. And so Mm -hmm. rhythms where it feels like it may take away your freedom, it actually brings so much freedom and joy and peace. And so can you talk about that as well? How 
it, it just, I don't, it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I love that you said that because I remember when I worked with my first health coach years and years ago, and she really helped me come up with a morning routine. And I was like, and she called it a routine, but I like fought her on it so bad. I was like, no, like, do not tell me what to do. I, it felt very constricting and, um, you know, I'm an Enneagram seven and like, I love to be spontaneous. And I think with people who are like that, it can feel like no rhythms feel constricting, you know, before they know what it is, but it doesn't, it does. It, it is like completely the opposite. So I actually have these like rhythms, checklist templates, um, and I sell them as well, but I, I use them in my life and I have them printed out, laminated in my kitchen. So I just sort of like can go about my morning and now I know what to do, but I can kind of go about my morning and just look and do what's there and not, I don't know. It's so different. It's like, it's not this like, Oh, if I messed up, it's like, Oh, I'll just do that. I'll just do that later. Yes, that is, it's, I can't you. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast, I am telling you just try it for 90 days. It seems like such a tiny, simple shift, but it transforms everything. So can you give us three practical tips to implement a solid rhythm for a nighttime routine? So that way we're we're kind of narrowing it in so that they can see exactly how to implement rhythms into a routine. And then you guys, you can apply it to any routine like she was saying. So can you give us some tips? Yeah. So something that I love to do with any kind of rhythm that you're starting is to ask yourself, like, what can I do now to make it easier later? So in the form of like a nighttime routine, just be, you can, I would start with asking yourself, what can I do tonight that would make tomorrow morning easier? And obviously that'll look really different depending on the season of life. My, I have kids that are school aged. And so for me, it's, you know, packing lunches and making sure their backpacks are there and filling up water bottles, or maybe you, maybe one of your nighttime things is getting your, your work outfit ready for the day or your workout clothes ready for the day. But just preloading the washing machine, there's so many things. And this is the beauty of this is like, it's not this like, this is what you have to do. It's like, okay, what matters to you in your life? What season are you in? What what do you value? And then choose from that place. Okay, what can I do to make it easier tomorrow? So I think that is a great um, question to ask yourself. And then as far as like, you know, I sort of do that in the early evening, but thinking like, if you are really in a season of like caring for yourself, when do you like, just decide there's so much power. I should have said this earlier in pre-deciding. So if you pre-decide, Hey, I want to go to sleep, you know, between nine 30 and 10 or nine or whatever time it is, if you pre-decide, then you can sort of like work backwards from there and think like, okay, what are the things that I want to do in my evening, um, to be able to go to sleep? Do I want to connect with my spouse? Do I want to take a bath? Do I want to do a face mask? Do I want to lay in bed a little longer and read with my toddler? Like, what are the things that you want to do? But there is so much power in pre-deciding because then instead of like in the moment being like, oh gosh, okay, ugh. okay, should I take a bath or should I watch TV? Or should I, if you, if you already decided, then you just, you like your reason for deciding what you're going to do and you just do it and you don't live in the shame of like, oh, I shoulda, coulda, woulda if that makes sense. So, um, pre-decide, ask yourself, what can I do tonight to make tomorrow easier? Pre-decide and just sort of what you want your evening to look like. Um, and then something else I wrote down was even just like create a, um, plan. Like if you're married with your spouse of like, okay, who's going to, 
do the dishes and who's going to put the kids to bed? Or are you going to hang out for a little bit before you maybe both go your separate ways? Or what does that look like? Just being clear and communicating with your spouse about what the evening looks like. That's really good. That's so important. I don't think you can ever over communicate your rhythms. Yeah. And just evaluating them. I like to evaluate mine every 90 days. I think yes. that's something that I like to be in the habit of because seasons change. And I think sometimes we don't even okay. realize our season has changed, you know? And so for yeah. me, I like having that schedule, which I'm an Enneagram one. So <laughs> that's just how my brain works. But I like having that schedule of like, okay, I'm going to stick to this for 90 days and I'm going to mm -hmm. evaluate and maybe shift some things, keep some things. And even, you know, summers look different than winters for yes. us because I can take my toddler outside. Right. And yes. so it's just, it's been such a blessing and I'm so grateful for all of the wisdom that you so freely pour out all of the time. If you do not follow Win on social media, you need to do so. I will put her Instagram link in the description of this episode because she is so life giving. I love and soak up every single thing that you say. You've been a blessing in my life. I'll also know that you are releasing a Thrive workshop, which I'm yes. so stoked about. Oh my goodness. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so I'm a certified Christian life coach, and I have a coaching community with my business partners, Chris and Elizabeth Serbin, called The Look Up Collective, and we are doing our first ever live workshop. So it's called Thrive Workshop, Three Life-Giving Rhythms for the Work-From-Home Mom. We love serving the mom who is both wanting to be present in her home as a mom, but also pursuing her dreams, and we've just found so much that as women, there can be this crazy pendulum swing of like, okay, I'm like really focused on my business. And then like the laundry piles up and the dishes pile up. And I don't know what we're do doing for dinner. And I'm ignoring my, these needs at home. Or then we can kind of go the other way to then just focusing on things at home and sort of forgetting the ways that God has created us to be able to contribute our gifts outside of our home. And we truly believe that there is a way to thrive and do both and not doing them perfectly by any means. Um, I don't really believe in the word like this perfect balance, but you can thrive in doing both. And so in this workshop, it's going to be a live workshop that will also be um, recorded for replay, but we are going to give you three practical life-giving rhythms as a work from home mom that you will walk away from the workshop, like having a plan and being able to implement it right away. I am stoked. You best believe I'm going to be there. She is Yay. so right. And it's so amazing. I think even people who don't work from home and have a, you know, nine to five job or a job outside of their home could really benefit from it. Because one thing that I see is people have a hard time turning their brains off and leaving, mm -hmm. even if they're not working from home They they have a hard time leaving it. And so I think anybody, I know that you are going specifically and talking about work from home moms, but I think anybody, any mom that works is going to benefit from it so greatly. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Just a little peek in the Thrive Workshop. And this is on our, on our website, but um, we say in the Thrive Workshop, we will help you invest in yourself, learn to clear out brain space and learn to ask for help. And so those are sort of three of the big things that we're doing that we're going to talk about that you're going to walk away having more practical steps to towards those things. Which is so amazing. We talk here all about intentionality. And I think 
it is key to be intentional with how you are spending your time and your brain space. That's how you find joy. If you are just letting your brain run crazy and letting life just happen to Mm -hmm. you and not taking the reins and being in control of what's going on, it's, I mean, massively hard to find joy, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And clearing out that brain space allows you to be present, which is what we want. We want to be present. We want to be where we are. And it's hard when there's always these things like going on in our brains. And so we're going to teach you a lot of practical tips and tools, how to manage your mind and all the things. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Anything you do is amazing. So I am front row seat. I'm ready. Well, thank you so much for being here and just sharing your wisdom with us, taking time out of your day to pour into us. I am so, so thankful. Oh, it was so much fun. I love what you're doing. I'm cheering you on. (laughs) Same to you. for listening to today's episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it. I know that I did. I'm going to leave below in the episode description a link to Wynn's Instagram and a link to the Thrive Workshop if that is something that you think would bless your life. Thank you so much for being here and we will talk soon.